Work from home in your face truth. Number one, it's time to apply. Now, here are some things that you don't want to do. And you want to remember not to do some of these things. I'm going to list them in issues. So here they go. Now, issue one is lying and using places of business on your application or resume that are still open that you have never worked for. Now, this is a huge problem because eventually they're going to do a background check. And if you really didn't work there, they're going to know. And it's a really stupid move because if they know that you're lying about that, what else can you lie about? And they're not going to hire you or I wouldn't hire you. Issue two, putting references on your resume of people that you don't know that well. Now, you can put your references on your resume or you can wait to put them on your application when you apply. But the problem with using references and the person don't know you that well is when the HR department call them or the recruiter calls that company and they want to talk to whoever about you and they have no clue who you is or is really hard to pinpoint who you are. That's not a good look for you. It's okay if you are okay worker, but if you did just enough to get by and it's any room for some negative feedback, you don't want that to happen. Now, of course, you don't want to, you know, people to make you seem like you all cookie cutter and everything is peachy. But if the person that you put on your resume or application can't remember you. Hey. Now, issue three, putting people that are close to you, which could be like friends or family on your resume. Now, this is an issue because you have to watch whose telephone number you give out. You have to know how they are going to answer their telephone. And I know all of us know that one person, every time they answer, it's music, it's something going on in the background, it's they loud. You don't want for an HR department to call one of your friends and they hear what you hear in the background when you call that friend or that family member. Most of the time, when I've did things like this in the past, I would try to let that family member know, like, it's up. This person is going to call and, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to say, but I want to let you know that this person is going to call. So when you answer, try to answer, you know, where it's kind of quiet. So you maybe want to walk them through the things you want them to do and where that call may be coming from. Now, issue four, not taking enough time to do the assessments and submit the application. Now, for most jobs out there now, you have to do an assessment. An assessment may be, it may be like 30 to 40 minutes long, if not a little bit longer or a little bit shorter. And this basically gauges what type of worker that you may be. You want to always make sure that you do that assessment 
And once you do that assessment, even if it takes you to the end of the application and you submit it, once you log out or once it takes you to the end, you always want to close that tab or close that browser, go back in and make sure that you have submitted that application. If you feel like you don't have enough time to do that assessment, I would say after you get into filling out the application and you don't feel like doing it, at least come back within the next couple of hours to do that assessment. People think just since they did the application, that's all that matters, and it's not. Most assessments come with a typing test or some type of voice addition, so a audition, and you want to make sure you do that so you can be in the door because I know a lot of work-at-home companies that's hiring now, and I got to put up a video for that, and they basically do all of their hiring through that assessment. They may send you something back um, for an interview. But nine times out of 10, when you do that assessment, you submit it. They may call you back in for an interview or that assessment may be the interview, you know, and everything just smashed into one. Now, issue five. A lot of people don't even remember what they put on an application or put on their resume. It is so important that you remember what you put on your resume or your application. There's nothing worse than getting on the phone with an interviewer and talking and they're asking you things or they're asking you things to see what you're going to say. And you yourself forgot what you put on your resume or your application. I've had that happen to me a lot of times. And I would say if you have a resume and you have worked a lot of different jobs and you have worked one a little bit longer than the rest, you may want to fine tune. I won't say take anything off, but you may want to fine tune things. So when they start asking you things, because trust me, some recruiters that call you, they will ask you the dates, what you did, the name of the company, you know, someone in the HR department. So you just have to be, you have to be ready, basically. So if you can't remember what's on that resume, make sure you have it in front of you. And if you can't remember what you put on the application, make sure you write it down. If you think that it's going to be something far-fetched because all of us in some point in time on a resume may have kept something out or may have told a little bit more. And so you want to make sure you write those things down. Now, issue six, you want to make sure that your application is up. Your application and your resume is up to date at all times. And it's just basically because when a recruiter calls you and or interviewer, whenever they call you, just say you have a gap in time they're going to ask you well what were you doing in that time even and even if you say looking for a job it would have been best if you put it down on that application or that resume so you won't have to spend that time trying to figure out what you're going to say and the bonus if you're going to create a cover letter Make sure you read and reread it over and over. There is nothing worse than typos. It's so many programs that you can get on that basically 
reads your email for you or reads your document for you. You can use Grammarly. It's a lot of people that use Grammarly. Make sure you read read and reread over everything because if you misspell words and you have bad grammar, that's basically a reflection of yourself. A cover letter is basically everything that you want to tell them that's not on your actual resume or on the application. So you want to make sure that you project yourself and be the best person and sound like you're the best person that you possibly can be. I'll be back with number two in the work from home truths. And I'll see you guys then.